Blog Talk Radio. More live fantasy sports radio than anyone on the planet. Seven continuous hours of football, baseball, basketball, and hockey action each Monday through Friday. Plus seven hours of game day frenzy on Sunday. 30 shows in all from the best fantasy sportscasters in the business. Like Craig Davis of FantasyFootball.com. The Audible Cecil Lammy. Paul Greco of Melnick and Greco Fantasy Sports. And the fantasy football guys Lyle Conkiel and Kevin Moore. The Fantasy Sports Channel. Only on Blog Talk Radio. It's a schedule you can bet on. We have a big, big show tonight. We're drawing the draft slots for the first ever Red vs. Blue Satellite in a seat at the Players' Championship in Las Vegas. Find out why the winner of this league can rightfully lay claim as one of the top fantasy players in all the world. I'll tell you why next on Red vs. Blue. One bleeds red, and one bleeds blue. Two friends, one heated rivalry. It's intense. It's no holds barred. It's game time. On Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio, with your hosts, Scott Atkins and Michael Trent. Scott and Mike and their versatility bring new light to many topics in and out of the world of fantasy sports. Guests can reach the show by calling 347-324-5404. Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio, where Planet Red and Big Blue Nation collide. Let's hope they're still friends afterwards. Here they are, Scott and Mike. Everybody and welcome to a jam-packed edition of Red vs. Blue for Sports Talk Radio. Uh, wherever you may be, thanks for making us part of your night. Uh, looks like we got a full chat room again tonight, and if you're not getting some sound, just hit refresh. Probably should fix things up for you. Uh, Blog Talk Radio obviously goes through a little uh, kinks every now and then, but we're happy to be here tonight, gang. We've got a big, big show like we talked about in our intro. Uh, we're debuting the uh, the live draft announcements uh, for the Fantasy Football Players Championship Red versus Blue Satellite Draft. This is a draft that we will be holding and conducting uh, next month, Friday night, June the 19th, uh, where 12 of the brightest fantasy football minds in all the country will be battling out for a seat at the Players Championship in Las Vegas, uh, a prize package over $1,500. Uh, and obviously the, the championship is uh, worth all the marbles. Uh, as always, I'm joined by my big blue co-host from Brandenburg, Kentucky, and a participant in this first ever Red versus Blue satellite, my Kentucky buddy, Michael Trent. Mike, we got a big show tonight. Are you ready for this draft slot? Yeah, I'll tell you what. I can't wait, Scott. Uh, I've been on the uh, edge of my seat all day long, uh, played a little golf today, but uh, I'm about ready. Uh, you know, it's all about the seat. It, uh, you know, it doesn't matter. Uh 
whether you're 1 through 12, but uh, it kind of does. And we're going to break it down, and uh, once we find out who's going where, then that really uh, makes makes everything a little bit different. Uh, this field, Scott, is the best ever, and I want to thank uh, you and uh, Alex and, you know, uh, Dave, all you guys at FFPC and everybody has done a tremendous job because – this field filled up so fast, it just blew my mind. And I'm sure it was it was surprising to you and to the entire staff at FFPC because it just it was amazing. And I thought it was outstanding. Well, I think this set a record for uh, satellite leagues uh, to fill. Uh, the league filled in just under 10 hours. And uh, some folks went to bed, woke up, and uh, you know what? Uh, it was filled by the time they woke up. Uh, 347-324-5404 is the number. We're going to chat a little bit with the guys in the chat room here. Some of them are having a hard time hearing the show. Um, if you've got audio problems, uh, just try to refresh, and, and maybe, you can, uh, maybe you can hear the show from there. Hopefully uh, you guys are listening loud and clear. Uh, we are streaming on thefantasysportschannel.com. Um, thefantasysportschannel.com, uh, the guys there always put on a, a good program. We're just happy to be uh, a part of that lineup, and uh, we've got a we've got a big list. Mike, tell them where you're at tonight and what you've been doing today. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I went ahead and played golf today. Uh, I teed off at noon uh, just outside of Brandenburg, uh, which is in uh, Horseshoe, what do they call it, Horseshoe, at Caesars uh, Golf Course, 18 old golf course, uh, 6,400 yards. Par 72, and uh, I was uh, able to squeak out an 82. Did play well in the back, and uh, since then, we come back. Uh, they took care of us. They gave us dinner and drinks, obviously, you can tell. And uh, <laughs> and we had a nice time. Uh, we went uh, and gambled a little bit. I played a little blackjack. Always double down on 11. It works. It didn't fail me tonight. It never will ever fail you again. And uh, we've we've had a pretty good night, and I'm getting ready for uh, getting ready to see the slots. And you got a couple guys asking in the chat room what you shot today. I think you said you shot an 82, right? Yeah, pretty disappointed with that because I was amped up because I, what whatever I, I I showed up after six holes I was one over I was pretty amped up pretty pumped up and then I made a. Made a couple uh, bad decisions, but uh, that's what happens. But uh, I regrouped after those bad decisions and continued to uh, make make something good out of nothing. Uh, that 82 should have been a probably 88, 89. So we made something good out of nothing. We're still trying to help a couple of the listeners uh, get into the chat room here and, and listen to the stream. And I think I've uh, helped them out what. here a little bit. We got Pastor Pat, we got Shoden, we got Azuri, War Kittens, Waiver Junkies, Football Jones, Prognosticator, and always uh, the gang here at Red vs. Blue. Mike, uh, you know, your golf game is interesting and all, but people want to know, uh, they want to know about the buzzer meter, baby. The meter is pretty high. There's no doubt about it. But uh, one thing about it, uh, my uh, my baseball selections are pretty solid. I won again last night. 
I'm eight and one, by the way. Three four seven three two four five four zero four no, 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 is no, no, the no. number. No, 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 no. Eight and one, baby. I know you like your baseball, man, but this is not a baseball show. Tell you what, we have uh, we have a great guest tonight. We have uh, Alex Kaganowski of the Fantasy Football Players Championship. He's going to come on in a minute, and we're going to break down the uh, participants in this red versus blue satellite. Uh, we've got some great contestants. We have the number one player in all the world by one of the world ranking systems that's out there. And, Mike, you're so far in over your head, man. We've got the national champion uh, of, of a, a high-stakes event that won just uh, won over $100,000 in their league last year. And uh, there, there's all kinds of other guys with credentials in this thing, man. You are so in over your head. But, uh, well, hey, yeah. it, that's what it's all it about, looks, right? You, you've got a chance. Thought, you know, and – Looking at the resumes of, of all the all the others, uh, yeah, I'm in over my head. Uh, but that's what makes everybody better. I mean, would anybody else want to go into something if, if they know they can beat the others? No. So I want to face the best of the best, and that's what we got on this uh, Satellite 5 at FFPC, red versus blue. So this is my chance to show you that I am a redrafter and – I can do pretty good at it. So we'll see what happens. Well, we'll definitely see. There is a little bit of news that's going on in the National Football League. And, uh, it, you know, obviously it starts with the Anquan Bolden, uh, the firing uh, of Drew Rosenhaus. And Mike, that obviously signals uh, that he's very uh, unsatisfied with the, with the dissatisfied with the service he's been getting from, from Drew Rosenhaus. And, uh, you know, that to me, I mean – We've had this conversation on the boards a little bit. Tells me that he he's not happy that he's still an Arizona Cardinal and uh, without a big contract. Now some people will say that he's unhappy with the demands that Rosenhaus gave the team and that that didn't get anything done and that he's willing to take less. What, what's your take on that situation? Well, the way I see it is, uh, Anquan Bowden is unhappy because he knows Larry Fitzgerald is the number one guy, and Anquan Bowden will not settle for less. Anquan Bowden wants to be the number one guy wherever he goes. Uh, so it, that's going to be a very tough situation for him and his agent, whoever it may be, to handle. Does he want to be a team player? It seems like, heck no, he does not want to be a team player. So I don't want to have nothing to do with the guy. Three four seven three two four five four zero four is the number. We're talking a little bit of NFL before we roll out the draft, uh, the draw for the live draft slots here with Alex Kaganowski of the Fantasy Football Players Championship. Uh, you can obviously check out their site at myffpc.com. Most of our listeners know that by now. Friend of the program, Mike. We also have Peyton Manning coming out, and uh, wow, I don't know what's going on here. We haven't heard Peyton this disgruntled. Uh, as far as I can remember, he's he's got this. Uh, some problems with, the, you know, obviously Tom Moore, the offensive coordinator, longtime offensive coordinator, uh, the offensive line coach, Howard Mudd, these guys, um, you know, both no longer with the team. But, you know, Ursay said that they, they will be part of the team as consultants or something along that lines. And, and now we're hearing that there might be legal hangups with both of these guys being a part of the team at all. And, and I think Peyton's just kind of like, what the heck is going on with this team? We've lost our coaching. What's What's going on with the offense? And, I've even heard some rumblings that he wants out. What? I, I no, don't I don't know. Peyton's not going to come out. He's not going to get out of Indianapolis. It's mm. just a it's it's a situation of a change, and 
some people resist change. I, for years, I always did. I resist. I resisted change. Uh, athletes Mike. resist change, and that's Mike, just that way it is. That, that means we've got a caller. We got a caller coming in. And uh, you know what? Kobe Bryant just dunked on some heads. They're up by uh, about 16 now, so it looks like they're going to finish off the Nuggets here. But we do have a caller from the 212. Before we get to this Thomas Jones news, that is Alex Kaganowski from the Fantasy Football Players Championship. Welcome, Alex. How you doing, buddy? Fellas, how are you? What's We're up, doing Alex? real well, man. We're really excited about this show tonight and uh, debuting these draft slots. So, uh, you know, you've got 12 names in a hat there, hopefully, and we can start picking out number 12. Do you have it ready? Yeah. Well, uh, why don't we tell the guys how we're going to do it? Uh, okay. We, we, we have, uh, I have in front of me uh, 12 crumpled up pieces of paper with all of you 12, all of the 12 names on these 12 pieces of paper, and I will draw them out one at a time, starting with number 12 all the way up to number one. Which, by the way, I'm not even sure if that's the right way to do it this year because most people or a lot of people seem to think that the bottom of the draft, this is the year where it's really going to shine through. So, But yeah. nevertheless, we're going to go 12 to 1. And uh, as we pick uh, each draft slot, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, each of the participants. Oh, let's get right down to it. So this will be the uh, – we're just going to start at 12 then at the back of the order. And, and again, you know, like you said, there's nothing wrong with the 12 spot this year. Uh, I think I've seen some uh, – well, especially in some of the other formats. Uh, the back of the draft is, is, is loaded. This is I, – I, it's not like the recent years where you had the, L, the dominant LT or the dominant Marshall Falk or, or something along that lines. I know I've been a whiner about that. But uh, this year is um, – it's, it's pretty wide open. So let's go ahead and get right to it. Let's draw all right, and the 12th spot in the inaugural Red versus Blue FFPC satellite goes to Ian Ritchie and his co-manager Mark Deming, Team Hawk and Roll. Wow, that's a big, big, that's a big, big name right out of the gate, guys. Uh, Ian Ritchie uh, and Mark Deming. Uh, that's Team Hawk and Roll. Uh, one of the they're the number one ranked team in all the world in one of those uh, world rankings uh, that are out there. And that's uh, a spot for them to be at. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, immediately out of the twelve holes, that's a dangerous spot because, like you said, they've been uh, they're they're notarized. I mean, they're, they're, they've been very good throughout the uh, high stakes fantasy football leagues and. Uh, for them to go 12 and then get another pick, wow. There's definitely been some value there at the 12th spot. Azuri in the chat room uh, thinks it's the best slot. So, uh, uh, But at number 12, we've got Hawk and Roll. And, again, Ian and Mark have been playing for 23 years, been playing fantasy football, six years in high stakes. They started in 2003. They have over 48 high stakes win in the world championship. Um, they like to, as a hobby, they like to play golf. I've got a lot of comments here. Their favorite team is obviously the Seahawks. Favorite fantasy player, Priest Holmes. And Joe Morris won his dad and him a title in 1986. So go Joe Morris. Uh, Alex, I'm sure you can appreciate that. Yep. Uh, Ian's motto, Brent Favre is always a value. And his draft strategy, I, th- I find this interesting. Draft more productive players than the other guys in the league. Uh Draft strategy also beat Dave Gerzak <laughs> and stick to value. <laughs> Stay away from Mike Shanahan running backs. 
He goes on to say that Mark and, uh, and he are frat brothers from Washington State University. And they started Hawk and Roll back in 92 to pay homage to the Seahawks, and they've been partners ever since. Uh, Mark tracks the young guys, and he stays on top of the veterans. Ian does, keeping the the, the balance. And uh, they um, they know their strengths and their weaknesses pretty well, and they stick to that. And I tell you, Alex, they've been very, very successful in these formats. Well, you know, according to um, some ranking systems, uh, which only happen to take into account one high-stakes contest, uh, Ian and Mark are the number one ranked fantasy football players in the world. So, I mean, I'm not sure how much value we're going to put on that particular ranking. But at the same time, you know what? Being number one, got to give them something, right? <laughs> well, that's a, that's a good way to go out of the gate. At number 12, uh, Ian Ritchie and Hawk and Roll. Let's go, to, let's go to the 11th spot. All right. In my hand, I have the 11th envelope. Isn't that how Johnny Carson used to say it? That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. He was the uh, the psychic there. He put it up on top of his head. <laughs> All right. And uh, at the 11th spot, we have Donald Terminiello, Team Azuri. Wow. Well, Azuri's with us tonight. Don is going to be pretty happy with that spot. Uh, this is Donnie T from the boards, and uh, he, he's been building up quite a resume. He's got the 11th spot. I think he likes it. Yep, he's on the board saying he will take it. Um, but uh, he definitely has a resume that he's been building up. Uh, he's he's been often known as Beantown as a team name, but he's from Everett, Mass, outside of Boston. Uh, he still lives in Everett. It's his 14th year playing fantasy football. Five years with the World Championship. Uh, been playing a lot of satellites. He's a, he's a big time satellite player. Maybe he's taking that cash option and just rolling. And not, but uh, Alex, we need to get him out to Las Vegas. Is what we need to do. And uh, it looks like this year. Uh, he had a 35 satellite leagues entered over six years. Uh, this is on his resume. He says he had 16 wins in seven seconds, making the playoffs in 29 of 35 leagues. Wow. Last year he says he made the playoffs in eight of ten leagues entered. Uh, he's a Patriots fan, and his favorite all-time player is Andre Johnson. <clears throat> you guys better remember that. And uh, at the 11th spot, he may have a spot at that. All-time favorite player is Marshall Falk. His motto is do your homework. Uh, the draft strategy, he likes to go for balance up and down his line, try to stay ahead of the curve, uh, and never gives up a great value pick, and he stacks up as much depth as possible. If you guys are, are uh, in this league, I'd be taking notes. Pay attention to all possible free agents and stays ahead of the curve, picking up the key ones that can and usually is the way to go about winning leagues. So he's very active on the waiver wire. He's a diehard stud running back uh, player, and he takes the very best players on the board in almost every round. Uh, wide receivers and PPR leagues are just as valuable as running backs, and so uh, that might lean towards that Andre Johnson pick there early in the round. Um, he's a, he, he loves this hobby. He's a true fanatic. He plays in a lot of high-stakes leagues. Guys, uh, Donnie's, a, Donnie's a, a, a veteran here, and he's, a, he's in a lot of leagues with us. So uh, of the 11th spot, I think he's gonna he's he's pretty happy with that. Well, I I don't know Donald uh, personally, but um, I've certainly heard uh, a bunch of uh, good things about him. Uh, and as far as that uh, uh, that 35 league he entered last year, I, I think your numbers are incorrect. I, I heard that he entered 35 leagues and he actually won 36 of them, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. 
It is wow. quite a, it is, that is quite a record. That is quite a record. But uh, oh, joke, th- those are just jokes, of course. And um, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we welcome we welcome uh, Dom to the uh, Red and Blue Satellite, and uh, I think he's going to do well. Well, we've got we've got a big we've got a strong start to this league already at 12 and 11. Let's move on to number 10. All right, in my hand, I have envelope number 10. And uh, the tenth pick goes to Josh Held of the Dra- the Day Drinkers. Pick number ten. That's my well, guy. <laughs> we do have a few drinkers in this league. I'll tell you that. I think that goes hand in hand. That's Josh is the one that uh, didn't get back with me on his bio this afternoon. But uh, Alex, we 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 been around Josh a long time. He's a he's one of the big payback players. He he ponies up five grand to be in the big payback league every year. And what what's the payout on that league? Ninety two percent on the big payback. Absolutely, hence the name. Yeah, and so it's ninety two percent payout, and the high and and the champion wins how much? Twenty five grand. Twenty five grand to the champion, and uh, the champion can win uh, thirty grand if he finishes the as the one of the two seed during the regular season. So thirty grand. Well, Josh is um, in that. Uh, Josh is in that ten spot, and again, he's a he's a veteran of uh, the World Championship and Fantasy Football Players Championship, and uh, he's in that big payback league. So uh, he he's willing to pony up five grand, Mike, every time he plays. So I love it. I love it. I mean, that's that that's what we're in here for. Uh, we both been able to pony up uh, some money to uh, get a chance at that big prize and. Uh, do you quit? Uh, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to come directly to Indianapolis and get that button. Get your finger off that freaking button. Hello. Uh, a couple of things about Josh. Josh is uh, obviously part of the Day Drinker crew. And yeah. uh, those of you, if you want to know what the Day Drinkers are and, and what they do, um, uh, well, they, they do just that. Uh, so um, I love them. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> although, by the way, they are not affiliated in any way with Mike Trent or Lance Turbs, so uh, <laughs> uh, there is no confusion there, please. Uh, Boy, but, do we have a crew or what? Yeah, but but seriously, Josh uh, is a big-time fantasy football mind. He's been around for years, and uh, I have the honor of uh, receiving an ass-whooping from him and his partner, Jason, in, in, in uh, last year in another league. And, um, and by the way... Uh, very important. Josh is one of uh, two, one of only two people in this league, who is also members of the Elevator Fraternity. <laughs> uh, but that's, of course, a totally different story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that cool. was at the Mirage, I think. All right, guys, we're, we're we're one quarter of the way through, and and the turn belongs to Hawk and Roll, Azuri, and Day Drinker Josh. So uh, let's move on to the nine spot. All right. I have in my hand envelope number nine, and the ninth pick goes to Mike Santos, Team Coyote Streakers. All right. Mike Santos has been putting on one hell of a run here, guys. If you remember, we had him on our show, on our debut show, or show two there. Uh, He came on and broke down his team. At the time, he was the number one player in the world. Uh, at the World Championship, and he's just been putting together one hell of a run the last uh, couple years here. 
wait till you hear some of these stats. Mike Santos is a player. Uh, Coyote Streakers, he goes by. He's from Tulare, California. He still lives there. He's been playing fantasy football for 11 years, four years in high stakes. Um, fourth year, he's, uh, this is his second year at the FFPC. He, he joined last year uh, and played in the, uh, I think it was the Mars League. Uh, yep, it was it was Mars because we were we were teamed up on on one of those and uh, let's see he was 25 and 8 in the main event uh, at the World Championship 44th overall that was in uh, 07 06 67th overall 08 96th overall seven first place finishes out of ten World Championship leagues entered in his career last year in the FFPC. He was five and six, but he was first in league scoring, guys. We ended up with a five and six record. That was just kind of our, our year. First in league scoring, very deep team. He drafts a lot of value at the skill positions. Third place in the consolation round. Uh, he loves coaching baseball, going to the lake. His favorite team is the Bears. His favorite players of the past was Marshall Falk and Randy Moss. Currently, his favorite players are LT and Lance Moore. Lance Moore got him a lot of love last year. Motto, you create your own luck. And his draft strategy is early on, take the best player available and build your best starting lineup. Draft players that have opportunity and talent, which usually equals success. Guys, Mike Santos, if you, if you, if you haven't get, gotten to meet Mike, uh, you need to. He, he is one hell of a player. Sounds good. I, I, love, his, uh, I love his bio on that, Scott. That, I mean, he, he's, he's for real, and uh, I, I, I love that. Yeah, Mike sure sounds like a player just like uh, 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 all 12 guys in this league. It's uh, pretty interesting how we got uh, 12 really strong players here, uh, and, the, and none of them was afraid to sign up uh, to play against each other. Uh, you guys ready for number eight? Let's do it. Number eight. Okay. In my hand, I have envelope number eight, and draft pick number we... eight goes to... Let's see if this will work here. Mike Trent. Red versus blue. Mike, red versus blue lines up at number eight. You've got a lot of value going on that pick. Uh, Number eight, you can can get you one heck of a player to start your draft. Let's learn a little bit about Mike Trent. Mike, you're here, man. You're here. You're from Louisville, Kentucky, uh, currently living in Brandenburg. Read it. All right. You've been playing – Fantasy football for 15 years. Uh, he's been playing his fifth year in high stakes, and he's ready to dive into the FFPC this year. This will be his first year at the FFPC. Uh, obviously, his favorite hobby is golf. His favorite NFL team is the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, his favorite NFL fantasy player, he says, depends on the week. <laughs> Motto is contentment stinks and stay focused. Draft strategy is try to drink a little less each year. Drinking clouds your judgment. Uh, Mike, uh, you've been doing red versus blue with me for 31 weeks now. You can't let us down. <laughs> no, I don't. Mike has not that. been has not been has not been adhering to his own strategy here uh, on the show. I see. <laughs> I, you know, the eight spot, eight spot's going to be fine. Uh, we're we're looking forward to it. it looks like it's going to be a solid uh, wide receiver, running back, uh, and then come. Come right back around uh, because the the ones in front of me in the second round are going to be Hawk and Row, uh, Azuri, uh, Josh. He's been drinking and uh, Cody, so uh, we can uh, we, we can make things happen. So 
Who knows? It all be fun. Hey, hey, Alex, can we can we definitely call Mike the rookie here? Um, I'm not sure if we could call him the rookie. I mean, I I, I know Mike uh, playing fantasy for a long time. He actually played in uh, in uh, one of my uh, fantasy pools uh, a few years ago. That's how yeah. I think we know each other. But uh, oh, yeah. rookie, I, I don't. I would not call anyone here a rookie. I think uh, let's just call him a newbie. To the, <laughs> to the high stakes, to the high stakes world. Hey this, Mike, are you old enough to do? World, I, I am a rookie. I'm a rookie. Mike, are, but, uh, well, since we since we got, got you on a, the air, I've got a lot stored. I've got a lot in my brain, and I've got a lot <laughs> settled. And uh, don't think. Scott, <laughs> will you quit that crap? Anyway, Mike, go Mike, ahead with number seven. <laughs> Mike, do you have the guts? Do you have the guts to do something uh, bold, or, or are you one of those safe drafters where you just fill out your lineup? I mean, if value's there, do, do, are you brave enough to go? You know, three wide receivers if the value presents itself. No, I'll probably say. Okay. I'll probably All right, say. everybody. Everybody, take notes you never here. Know. You never Red know. versus blue, I'm checking not, in I'm at gonna, the eight spot. I'm not gonna call my hand right now. All right, Alex, let's get to number seven, man. We're halfway home. All right. In my hand, I have envelope number seven. Uh, it's actually a crumbled piece of paper. I just keep saying envelope. Um, <laughs> but uh, draft spot number seven goes to John Duckworth, Team War Kittens. War draft Kittens. Number seven. You have to love that name, don't you? They've been a uh, – well, Ken, uh, John's been a part of the show uh, for the last uh, couple weeks. Oh, he's he's been here for quite a while. He's one of our he's one of our friends of the program. John's been on the show before. Uh, again, John Duckworth, team name War Kittens. Uh, he's been going also, I think the it's a yellow line or something along that lines. He's going to have to clear that up for us on the chat room here. But yeah, he's uh, got he'll a, always he's got be known a bunch of names. It's a running back, stupid. Yellow yeah. yellow line is unofficial. Yellow I mean, line never runs out of names. That's right. He's a man of many names. But to me, he's War Kittens. Let's just call him War Kittens for this. Uh, he's from Tampa. He's currently living in Atlanta, so a little bit all over. He's been playing fantasy football for 15 years plus. Uh, he's been playing high stakes for six years. Uh, not enough wins to, to mention here, he says. His favorite food is Kentucky Crow, Mike. Kentucky Crow. Yeah. Favorite other hobby is poker, golf, and trivia. His favorite NFL team is the Texans, who might be ready to make that leap this year. So Man, let's we see. Getting, if the, we were getting along so well until then. Well, at the seventh spot, is he bold enough to take Steve Slayton here at the seventh spot? We'll see. Favorite NFL player, Priest Holmes. Priest Holmes is everybody, a lot of people's favorite, that 31. Uh, his motto, draft strategy, draft strategy is this, make fun of Mike's picks. That's his draft strategy. Anything else that we should know? We got to hook up. I don't care if it's in the airport or whatever. We got to drink a Bloody Mary or whatever. We got to hang out. All right, Mike's talking about hooking up, hooking up in airports. (laughs) I don't care. Uh, Uh, Multiple wins in the uh, WCFF satellites. Sports, RT Sports, Payday Sports, CBM. He's the highest scoring team in the regular season in FFPC Genesis One. What well, that league? Uh, that league can only mean one thing. That 
is uh, King Genesis won that league. Uh, 2007 WCFF Hall of Fame invitee, and he's also a contributor to a friend of the program, BFD Fantasy Football, Lou Tranquilli. So uh, everybody's got their work cut out for John Duckworth. He is, uh, he's, a, he's a player who practices uh, before he gets into the big-time leagues, and he's, he's playing them all throughout the offseason. The man never stops. So War Kittens at the seventh spot. Do you like the spot? I haven't heard him uh, comment in the chat room, but that's a spot he likes. He's kind of uh, he's kind of laying low right now. So uh, well, let's, let's add, see if he to add to uh, to your description uh, there. Uh, John's actually just as uh, um, I think everybody in this league. Uh, John's a big supporter of the FFPC. He actually missed last year's main event, uh, but uh, is uh, coming out strong. I think. John's in every single league that we've offered so far, which is, uh, which is of course, not a bad thing, actually. It's, it's actually – I think if you're playing in less than ten leagues, you are an amateur in this crowd. I, I would oh, totally agree. Absolutely. Two years ago, I wouldn't think the same thing, Alex, because I remember going up to the uh, NFFPC for, uh, with Scott and I. I was like, Scott, how many leagues are you in? He started going, well, one, two, three, four, five. Started rattling off about 14. I'm going, uh-oh. I'm well, an I think, I think in this crowd, if you haven't drafted two leagues uh, sometime in May, then you're uh, you're going to fall behind the pack here a little bit. So I totally agree. I totally agree. All right. In my hand, I have envelope number six. And draft spot number six goes to... Coily Farmer, team named Football Jones. That's Football Jones. Yeah, that that's Coil Farmer. Coil Coil Farmer. Uh, Coil. Sorry. Yeah. Again, uh, I think we've we've brought somebody new into the fantasy football player championship hyper. this year. He's from the Hyper Leagues, isn't he, Scott? You're right, Mike. You're right. He's a uh, he's a he's a dynasty player, a friend of ours from one of the Hyper Leagues. Uh, that we're in, uh, Coyle Farmer, team named Football Jones. Uh, so this is somebody that is also coming into his high stakes uh, entry here, making his high stakes debut, guys. Uh, he's from Tulsa, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Uh, he currently lives in Sepulpa, Oklahoma. He's been playing fantasy football for 12-plus years, but this is his first high stakes league appearance. So, guys, this, is, uh, this may be the, the rookie that we've, uh, the dark horse here that we don't know a lot about. Favorite food, Chinese. Favorite hobby, technology. Favorite NFL team, Mike, you're going to like this. He's a Dallas Cowboy fan. He doesn't have a favorite fantasy player. And his draft strategy is pretty simple. Outline a basic plan in accordance with the dynamics of the league, but be flexible. The later the round, the more upside takes precedent. Well, I'll tell you what, so, Scott, uh, from the Pessis uh, board on uh, the hypers, uh, hyper and actives, He's been uh, he's been always active and uh, getting getting things done. So uh, he's in a dip different spot there at picking at number six. But uh, we'll see what he got. And you know I like it. I like it. And I, and I love that he's part of part of the show. And I'd like to say uh, welcome to Coil. Sorry about uh, screwing up your first name there. Uh, but um, we're glad to have him to the FFPC uh, family and. Uh, you know, maybe this could be his way of uh, getting into the main event in uh, 2010. Absolutely. Good, right. good point, Alex. Thank you. 
Mike, uh, or, or, or Alex, we've got five names left, and uh, I see Don Thompson, Radballs, Lance Turbays, and uh, Tommy Yates. I've got, we've got, uh, we, we've got several names left. So let's uh, let, let's keep going. We got Shoden still to go. So there's there's uh, there's there's some names here. It's just finding out what order they're going to be in. So let's let's get to it. We got the top five picks coming up. All right, uh, and in my hand I have crumpled paper number five. And the fifth pick goes to Donald Thompson, Team Thompson. Yep, Team Thompson. Oh, I've, we've been watching Team Thompson for years playing in the high stakes world. So let's uh, let's look at uh, Don Thompson, Team Thompson, from Michigan, currently living in Shelby Township, playing fantasy football for eight years. Uh, he's been playing high stakes in the uh, the national championship for five years, the world championship for three. And the Players' Championship, he played last uh, played last year, I believe, one year. Uh, FFPC wins. He is he has eight wins, and Don was fifth overall, Alex, in the Players' Championship last year with one satellite title. Uh, Twenty wins in the World Championship, thirty-eight wins in the National Championship. Uh, he's a golfer. He likes the Lions. He's a Barry Sanders fan, and his draft strategy is always take a top five quarterback off your cheat sheet. Mental note, Alex. This is a this is a guy who who placed in the top ten and the top five in your inaugural season of the Players Championship. Yeah, Don's been around for uh, for as long as I can remember. I've seen his name everywhere, and, and obviously he did he does great everywhere, and he did great in the FFPC. Um, the 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 most interesting thing about Don uh, Donald Thompson is he has one of the most unique team names in the league, which is of course Team Thompson, and and uh, I'm I'm sure he has a great story about he, he how he came up with that name and 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 hopefully he could share with us uh, someday because I I can't wait to hear it. Well, he's in the chat room tonight. He is watching, uh, and, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to figure out who he's going to take in that top five. We've been seeing Adrian Peterson. We've been seeing Matt Forte, Michael Turner. You've got, uh, you know, Westbrook there, Steven Jackson, Chris Johnson, MJD. you got a lot of names up there in the top five, so uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens here uh, for Don. If I can jump in real quick, uh, one thing about T. Thompson, I – do believe uh have they not been part of the NFF uh or NFF season? Oh yeah, he, he yeah, Mike, he's he's beaten our, our tail on more than one occasion, I think, that's in, in I Chicago. Thought. That's what I thought. It seems like we go head to head, uh whatever we need to win, he always ends up getting a win against us. So uh it's it's fun to have him part of it too. Yep, he's uh, he he always shows up in Chicago and drafts uh, solid teams in that fourteen team format, and uh, we which we have not been able to crack that egg yet. So hopefully this year is our, our year for that. But Don, uh, got to be happy with that five spot, I'm sure. Let's move on, man. Number four. All right, in my hand I have crumbled paper number four, and where's the dong? Oh, you, you want the dong again? Give me the uh, same let, dong. Let, let, let's turn it off. <laughs> All right, that's fine. All right, and draft traffic oh. number four goes to Steve Carter, team name Nine Niner. Steve Nine Carter, Niner. buddy, 
the friend of the program, Steve Carter at Shodan. That's the 99ers, a definite okay. veteran when it comes to high-stakes fantasy football. Uh, show, I don't know if Show got the email about the bios, but I didn't get a, a bio from Show. But uh, the man's been playing fantasy football for as long as I know. Uh, he was one of my uh, – the first year I went out to the World Championship in Vegas, he was one of the guys that was on the boards originally drumming up interest. And when you, when that this whole idea was conceived back in the day, there was a couple of us, Nag, Alex, myself. Um, that's kind of how we met from the boards. Uh, and, and Steve was one of those veterans that, were, that, that kind of, you know, made everybody kind of feel welcome and say, you know what, okay, there's other guys that are interested in buying into this thing and are putting faith in that two grand that we're plopping down, or was it 1500 back then? I don't remember. But there was there were several of us on the boards at that time, and that was seven, eight years ago, and uh, Show was one of those. And so he's he's been in the league uh, quite a while. I think he says 21, uh, 21 total, 10 high stakes. Uh, ten high stakes leagues, so he's uh, he, he's definitely got some experience, Alex, and I and I think he's played your event. Yeah, and the thing about uh, Steve, besides being an old uh, old school high stake veteran, um, we actually got him out of. Well, I don't know if it was retirement, but I haven't seen his uh, his name for a while. And then uh, last year when we uh, introduced the FFPC to the fantasy football world. Here comes Steve Carter, and, and uh, he showed up out of nowhere after a few years of uh, really not being around, at least at least in my, you know, uh, where I was hanging. And uh, he joined the FFPC, and I, and I believe he, I know he, he got in the playoffs. I'm not sure if he won his league, but uh, but I know he made the playoffs last year. So yeah, yeah, no, and he won the Reactor Watch. He won. He was one of the he was one of the Reactor Watch winners uh, with the high score uh, in the league last year. Uh, I think right. he, yeah. Right. So, so he scored over 200 or something, right? Is that how it worked? Uh, if you, the high, uh, one of the high scores wins one of the reactor watches, I think. So, uh, yeah, last year it was a, a bonus prize, and uh, Steve took it down. Uh, 214 points, I believe he says on the on the. Metric. Well, and Steve, Steve has a knack for uh, finding the clues and finding the gems. Retired detective, guys, uh, uh, from from uh, Memphis. Or, or I know at least living in Memphis. I won't get that wrong for you, Steve. Good friend of mine, and uh, honored honored to call him my friend. Been in my house years ago, up here for a Colts Jets game. Big Jets fan, just like me. And uh, the next time, if we can get the Jets uh, here at uh, Lucas Oil, I'd like love to have him back, and we'll uh, we'll go up to the game again for sure. So, Steve Carter chiming in at the four spot, and we've only got three spots to go, guys. So. Three spots to go, and I only see three names, uh, Tommy Yates, Lance, and uh, Ollie. So (laughs) here we go, top three. All right. In my hand, I have the third crumpled piece of paper. The ding, the dong. Thank you very much. (laughs) And draft slot number three goes to Ollie. Oh. Ollie Radballs. He's a he's definitely a, a a veteran in these leagues. Again, I mean it's just we're just jam packed here, guys. Let's look at the bio for Ollie Radakovitz. Army of Darkness team name from Sacramento, California. He is currently living there. He's been playing fantasy football since nineteen ninety five. Ollie has uh he's been playing world championship every year since their first year, and he also played the players championship last year. He was in my league, and we went at it. Uh, he was the one seed. I think I was the two seed. Um, 
participating in both the World Championship and the Players' Championship this year. And he has nine FFPC wins in their inaugural season, 43 regular season wins in the World Championship in six years. Uh, his favorite food is Mexican. Favorite other hobby is spending time with his wife and kids. Uh, NFL team is the Oakland Raiders. Favorite fantasy player, LaDainian Tomlinson. His motto, like Al Davis says, commitment to excellence. <laughs> and his draft strategy, just try to remain flexible to extract as much value as possible with every pick. I think we've heard that before. Target relatively safer players early and take more chances later in the draft. Um, anything else we should know? He was ranked. He's ranked 27th overall on the career rankings, the world rankings, uh, listed by the World Championship. And then in 04 to 06, he made three consecutive league championship games with two league championships and three league championship brackets. Uh, he was also invited and participated in two consecutive Hall of Fame drafts in 06 and 07. He's never had a losing season in any of his main event teams in both the World Championship and the FFPC. Ollie Radakovich, a.k.a. Radballs, a.k.a. Army of Darkness. Radballs is a force. And uh, also another good friend of mine, uh, a, a regular on the boards, guys. You can always you can always catch Ollie um, in his spare time over at Football Guys or over one of our boards. And uh, Alex, he's, uh, he's, an, he's a Players' Championship veteran. Yeah, um... I, I don't know Ollie uh, well enough, but, uh, I mean, his name has always been at the top of uh, all the standings. Every time you look, he's up there, and, uh, you know, he's obviously a very strong player. But, uh, quite honestly, I really don't have anything funny to say about him, so uh, forgive me. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you I what, that's, 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 Scott, that's quite a resume for uh, yeah. Ollie and uh, Red Balls. I mean, that's pretty awesome when you uh, when you broke down what you said about what he's done and the fantasy football player. You know, in, in the scheme of things, uh, he's got oh things <laughs> that he's doing. So, uh, sounds pretty awesome. Glad to have him part of the board. Yep. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> The buzzer meter is at least at a solid eight and a half right now for Mike. And and I'll tell you what, Ollie's no joke either. He uh he likes to have a few drinks at the draft and it and it hasn't stopped his success. I don't know how he pulls it off. Uh but I've seen him uh have a good time out in Vegas myself. All right, we got two spots to go, guys, in this first ever red versus blue satellite and 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 uh, the the top of this turn here is gonna be deadly. All right. In my hand I have Crumpled piece of paper. And this will be draft slot number two. And his name is Lance Serbs, sports betting man. Oh, wait. I didn't get my ding here. I didn't. I didn't. uh, Let's see. Okay, that'll have to do. (laughs) But Lance. All right. We got Lance Serbs, sports betting man, chiming in at the two spot. Uh, he definitely uh, kicked my ass one of those years in the world championship, and uh, and again, I'm telling you, I don't know. Maybe the liquor's quicker because uh, these guys, man, they 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 are no holds barred in putting together solid, solid teams. Let's let's take a closer look at Lance Turby's uh, sports betting man from San Mateo, California, currently living there as well, playing fantasy football for 17 years or so. 
playing high stakes since year two of the World Championship. He would have played year one if he'd known it existed. Uh, FFPC wins. He's He was third place, Alex, in your Players' Championship last year. He went 0-3 to start the season, and uh, thank goodness he did because we were in the field of 64 brackets against each other uh, in that first round. Then he went on an eight-game winning streak. So uh, he did He did round up uh, his team and cash some money back uh, for that third-place uh, spot in the Players' Championship. Uh, the World Championship, he won his league once. He finished in the top 30-ish overall. Um, his favorite food is a 13-ounce ribeye cut of authentic imported boneless uh, <laughs> Weiju beef at Harris in San Francisco, Japanese Kobe, I guess it's called. He loves food. He can list a ton of more. Uh, his favorite hobby is drinking, fantasy baseball, poker, video games, and partying. Ooh, I love this guy. <laughs> this is sports betting band, Mike. NFL team, he loves yeah! NFL logo tattoo. He follows players and coaches. He respects them, not the teams. Uh, the favorite NFL fantasy player, he'd have to say currently, it's Anquan Bolden. He's a throwback yeah. wide receiver like Heinz Ward. His motto is have fun first, then it's a battle of wits. His draft strategy changes based on year and draft slot. Leaning towards wide receiver, wide receiver from the late middle to end, and running back, running back, wide receiver, or running back, wide receiver, wide receiver if he gets an early slot. Pirate spoil, Lance Turbies. Yeah, and good job. No two pick. The the uh, Lance is uh, actually one of the second members of the elevator fraternity that I mentioned earlier. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And well, Scott is Scott being the third, me being the fourth, yeah. and then we had about eleven others. But again, oh, what a nightmare! That that's a that's a that's a uh, separate show entirely. But um, but he, you know, Lance. Here, this is the interesting thing about Lance. He joined this league, the, the Red versus Blue League, completely accidentally. He thought this was actually a drinking contest between him and Mike Trent. <laughs> and, 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 it turned in, and it turned out to be a fantasy football uh, satellite league. So he's here completely accidentally, but, but I, I... I need to meet this guy. Me and him, we've got to get together, Alex. There is no doubt about it. We've got to get together and... It's not. It wouldn't be no drinking contest. It'd be it, it'd be a lot of beers, but a whole lot of beers. But talking fantasy football, I like that. And, and, uh, but but seriously, Lance obviously, uh, you know, he's a diehard. He's been around like like uh, you said, Scott, for a long time. He missed the first whack off, and uh, he's been around ever since. And uh, he, you know, his his drafting of seven running backs in a row. Uh, a few years back is actually legendary. I mean, oh, man. talk about that. Yeah. Oh my gosh! You know, and the, and the cool part about that is that you know when you go around and you look at all those draft boards, they've got the multi, they've got the multicolored draft boards up. All the positions have their colors, and you walk yeah. over to Lance's draft board at the end of the draft. He's actually the draft's not over. Their draft's still going on. I walk over there. Our draft's been over for like ten, <laughs> fifteen minutes. I walk over to this board, Mike. And you look over there, he's sitting at the table with his big cheeky grin on his face like he's just done something really special. And you look up at the board, and his first seven rounds of picks were all running backs. All green, all the way down. He didn't take his first other position skill player until the eighth round. I'd never seen anything like it. Yeah, that was great. Right. And he's looking over. He's got this look on his face like he's just... I am the smartest man alive! 
That's great. And I think he was ended up counting on like uh, Jerry Porter and Brandon Lloyd and and guys like that. I think I don't quite remember Ronald Curry. Maybe I don't know, but it was it was uh, it was something to see, man. It was something to see. <laughs> All right. Well, Alex, uh, that means we've only got uh, one spot left, and wow, I don't even think you have to look at the name. I don't have to look at the name. It's uh, one player left, and and actually he, I, I'm sure you'll you'll explain, Scott, uh, he deserves this number one uh, draft pick, and his name is Tom Yates, Recovery Boy. Wow. What what a what a player to get the uh, to get the number one spot. Number one spot, Tommy Yates, the Recovery Boys, one of the nicest people I know uh, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He currently lives in Pittsburgh, so you can count on him taking fast Willie Parker from you, Mike. Uh, years playing fantasy football, 10-plus. He's been playing high stakes every year of the World Championship and FFPC and the last two in the National Championship. Uh, he's two, uh, second place in the postseason contest for the Players' Championship. And uh, he has over 30 world championship wins, but he's been there every year. He's never won the main league. Satellite league wins. He's paid for his main event seat the last couple of seasons. And, Mike, this is the guy that won $100,000 in the national championship last year. Uh, Their current champion. Uh, Did well with uh, total points, and uh, he just got on a a real hot streak. Uh, Again, big Pittsburgh fan. He's uh, his Pittsburgh Penguins is one of his hobbies. His favorite NFL team, obviously. Going to lose against Detroit. He always wants to bring this up. He's a six. He's a fan of the six-time Super Bowl champion Pittsburgh Steelers. Favorite NFL fantasy player right now is Larry Fitzgerald. Why? Yes. He's from Pittsburgh. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, motto: Don't be afraid to let them know where you're from. Draft strategy: Know the scoring. Enjoy the moment. And listen to what Tommy had to say. I've met a lot of wonderful people through fantasy football and feel blessed to have had some success participating. I have a lifetime free membership to the Fantasy Guru website from doing well in a postseason contest there a few years ago. He's cashed a few times in the WCFF late season and postseason contest, the Players' Championship postseason contest, uh, and the National Championship postseason contest. And he's the all-time leading money winner from Big Daddy Fantasy Sports website, cashing around twenty grand over a two-year period. That's a contest that's no longer in existence. Uh, it was a weekly pick'em contest with a salary cap. He mentions all this because he feels his strongest point in these contests is being able to choose who might do well over a very short term, one to four weeks from the time of the picks. So there you go. That's Tommy Yates, the number one position. And if we could get him on here, I'm sure he'd let us know that he's going to take Larry Fitzgerald with that one pick. Well, I'll tell you what, Scott. It, it looks uh, – it sounds like he wants Larry – Larry Fitz, uh, reading through the <laughs> no, one through no. twelve, this is something else. This is this is one kind of a uh, uh, one kind of organization. Most leagues, they don't get a chance to uh, get these type of owners in the same league. And uh, red versus blue, we did it, man. And I'm I'm so happy and uh, excited about doing it. So we'll go from there. Well, Alex, we appreciate you uh, staying with us this entire hour to break down and announce the live uh, draft positions here on the air. It was a nice way of doing it, and and I'll tell you what, I'm so stoked about this league coming up on the 19th. You guys better get ready to prepare 
but uh, it's going to be a fun, fun time. And uh, one of these guys is going to get a free seat to the Players' Championship house. Uh, that is correct. And uh, going forward, uh, just uh, to wet your beaks a little bit, uh, Scott and I have discussed uh, some future plans for Red and Versus Blue uh, and the FFPC. So stay tuned. There may be there may be some more of uh, these type of uh, these type of events coming up uh, in the near future. That sounds awesome, Alex. Appreciate it, man. And we're looking forward to it. Again, it's Red versus Blue Satellite Leagues. You can join the FFPC at myffpc.com. Uh, join in, join the fun. Check out the chat room or, or the message board. There's a lot of guys going on. You can answer any question you have. Feel free to throw it out, and somebody will get that answered for you. And uh, we're just excited to be doing it, man. It's, uh, it's going to be the first ever live play-by-play draft uh, of a high-stakes league. Uh, we're going to be breaking down the action. We're going to let the draft get a little bit underway in, the, in that first hour, and then we're going to come on. And so, you know, there will be maybe three or four rounds already. We're going to let you guys get your first three rounds out of the way with no distractions. And then if you want to pop up the room uh, and check out the show, we're going to talk about the show. You can call in. Basically, I'm breaking down the uh, draft from just about every angle. Mike will be here uh, on the show talking about his team. Uh, and you'll get to to see what's uh, what's inside his brain during the draft, and we'll, we'll we'll just see. We'll take it as long as we can take it. I think the show, uh, I think we can go up to two. I think we can go two hours uh, is the most that we can go on the show. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll double check that, but we're going to get quite a bit of coverage in. Hopefully, the guys can make their picks in a timely fashion, and we'll get as many picks in as we can and and break down as much of that draft as possible. So, Alex, thanks again, man, for joining, and uh, you know we'll see you on the board, buddy. All right, thanks for having me. All right. Hey, thanks. Was, thanks again, Alex. That was Alex Kaganowski of the Fantasy Football Players Championship, co-owner, along with Dave Gerzak, who couldn't be with us. He is in Las Vegas uh, making some big things happen out there. And, uh, Mike, look at this lineup. You're coming in from the wow. eighth spot. You might be able to land your Chris Johnson-type player from the eighth spot. Well, I'm looking at it right now, Scott. Uh, recovery boy, uh, sports betting man, Red Bull, Shodan, Team Thompson, Football Jones, War Kitten, Red versus Blue, Coyote, Josh, Team, uh, Azuri, uh, Hawk and Row. I mean, this is a lineup that is monstrous. I mean, <laughs> it really is. And it's time for me to take a gut check and uh, time to see what I need to do in in the world of fantasy football. Uh, coming out there at all, you know, it could be Johnson. But you never know. The time will tell uh, come June 19th. Guys, and we'll be back. Uh, we are going to do a little bit of overtime uh, for the podcast. Obviously, it won't be it won't be streaming live, but uh, we we appreciate the entire chat room joining on. It was a great time. Thanks for sticking with us. Football Jones, Prognosticator, Team Thomas uh, Thompson, and Victus PG. Uh, what's happening, my man? Sports betting man, Red versus Blue is in the house. Um, it's been a great it's been a great show. Shoden, Azuri, War Kittens, and all the guests. Red versus Blue. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio, where Planet Red and Big Blue Nation collide. With your hosts, Scott Atkins and Michael Trent. Please join us next time.
I'm leaning, I'm calling a friend I'm running and running for someone to lend me a hand or to help me ascend To be a top of the world, that's you got your girl It's what you wanted, what you want, it's what we're living for It was a big show. We had our first ever draft announcements announced live, and uh, you pulled off the eight spot. Yeah, I'll I tell you what. I'm not too bad about that. I, I mean, I don't feel too bad about it. It looks pretty good. Uh, I would rather be about 10, 11, but uh, eight, I'll make good with it. Well, I'll tell you what. That eight spot, you definitely have value falling to you at that eight spot. I've seen West fall i've seen steven jackson fall i mean it's it's amazing how far some of these guys will go um but uh it, it, it happens and you know it just depends on what what happens in front of you you're definitely going to get a very solid player to start there come back around the turn obviously it's a wide receiver spot there a reggie wayne a calvin johnson a steve smith somebody like that you secure that as your number two then you come back in the third round and it's kind of up in the air because you're in the middle of the of, of the round and I'm seeing Reggie Bush fall to three eight, man. So I, I don't know. I know you don't not very high on him, and I'm not gonna put, let make you put too much out of the bag here. But uh, there's gonna be some good players there that uh, in the in the first couple of rounds where you're gonna be able to build around. And and that's not where the league's won, though, Mike. You know that as well as I do. Yeah. Well, you know, and another thing about it is that the things have changed in the last couple of years. It's kind of like what we talked about in the last couple of weeks, where. Uh, you know, you're going to catch something in the uh, middle third, middle second, middle fourth, middle fifth, even middle sixth maybe, to where they can pick your team and you're like, holy cow, I got this guy in the middle of six, sixth round or fifth round. It's like, okay, I'll take it. So uh, maybe that eight spot isn't so bad. So, you know, it just depends on where your draft angle. Mike, we got a caller from the 812 uh, on Red versus Blue Overtime. Caller, state your name. Hey, uh, this is Mike's buddy Bill. Oh, Bill! Indiana, baby. What's up, Bill? What's going on, Mikey? <laughs> hey, what you got, man? Hey, uh, here's the deal, man. Hey, you got a good spot at eight, man. You can't gripe about that. I don't think there's a bad spot this year. Um, you know, to me, I've always thought my draft's been won in my third, fourth, and fifth round picks. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, that's – I mean, last year I got Michael Turner in the third round, D'Angelo Williams in the fifth in my main money league. And, you know, that that's pretty much what won my league for me. Absolutely. Um, you know, I mean, it's uh, – I, I actually had the number one pick in the draft last year and took LT, and he was sitting on my bench most of the time at the end of the year. So, you know, even if you screw the first round up, sometimes you can get a little lucky if if you nail them at three, four, five. I mean, that's where your money's at. Hey, Mike. Did you like the show, Bill? Yeah, it's a great show, man. I texted you. Uh, I know you haven't got it yet because you're still on your phone, but 
Uh, yeah, it was definitely a great show. Something I'd like to be a part of at some point with you fellas. Uh, I love it. Yeah, we had a, we had a great show with you that night uh, that we broke down the uh, Derby, that Derby show, and that's the one show we've had in 31 weeks that didn't archive, and we had zero listens and downloads. They couldn't listen to the show, so if they didn't catch it live, they didn't hear it, man. Total bums. Total bums. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, tried to, I tried to pick it up on that, and I was like, what? You know? Yeah. But anyway... Uh, that's okay. I mean, I, I'd love to be on with you guys again sometime and uh, whatever you want to talk about. Nice hit uh, for TZ Money last night on that under to go 8-1. Thank you. Thank you. 8-1, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I hit that. I also hit Heron minus one and a half plus the money, so that was nice. Deal. Good deal. Hey, I, I, think, I think you guys could end up with your own show. No problem the way you guys go at it. Uh, definitely. Definitely, with the baseball love, uh, you guys you guys could, could entertain quite a bit, and, and there's some baseball shows on here too. So it's uh, it's something that uh, you can get some love from. So, so Bill, right. anytime, man, bring bring you back, come back on anytime. I know you have some very strong opinions about Crabtree, and that, that was some really good <laughs> stuff we talked about there. Well, the fact that he fell to ten uh, leads me to believe I'm right. <laughs> 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 so. There was plenty of guys uh, who needed a wide receiver in the top ten who uh, definitely didn't want to jump on him. I mean, Seattle. Could have, I mean, I know they signed TJ, but they could have definitely used a wide receiver. There was well, Macklin. Macklin wasn't supposed to fall out of the top ten either, and then Al Davis pulls those shenanigans, and it didn't happen. And it was like, man, Eagles. Eagles had to be thinking, holy cow, look, look, look at what we've been able to do to our offense and just these first two picks with Macklin and McCoy like that. They're gonna, they're gonna really transform that offense. It, it, it helps their team a bunch. Uh, you know, I don't necessarily know that him and Deshaun Jackson aren't necessarily the the same receiver, but yep. uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens there. Uh, you know, I think Macklin's a player and. And he's a solid kid. Really good article in the Sporting News about him a couple weeks ago uh, about uh, how basically his mom kind of gave him up to one of his uh, coaches who happened to be a doctor. Um, and, you know, he lived his last year and a half in high school with a different family in the suburbs instead of the hood. And and uh, really, really interesting kid, really, really good article. If you get a chance to check that out, it's really good. Steaming, um, Billy uh, Beeman, breaking down the knowledge on Jeremy Macklin, and you know, wow, you know, they are about the same size. The Macklin's six foot, so that, he's a little bit taller, and you know, he's, they, they both got that speed, though, man, that just kills. So, which it, which got, you can't teach, you can't teach it, baby. No, that's right. Well, and I, and I tell you what, you know, one player that we didn't get to talk about tonight, Mike, uh, that, I, that I'm really interested in looking at is Thomas Jones. This player. He led the AFC last year in rushing with over 1,300 yards. He wants a new contract. Leon Washington, 26 years old, also wants a new contract, or he'll be 26 by the time the season Sean starts. Sean Green's waiting in the wings, baby. You got, you got Sean Green from Iowa waiting in the wings. Leon apparently will get his new deal. This is his fourth season. Sounds like the Jets are going to give him his deal. Thomas Jones, on the other hand, at 31 years of age, in his 10th season, he's probably not going to get it. And he's upset, but you know what? Thomas Jones is a professional. He showed up. He came to this voluntary camp. He's kept he his mouth shut. He's came, he's he came to the OTAs. Shut. He's going to do his deal, and uh, he's going to get signed. Thomas Jones will get signed, uh, but well, I, I just don't know what kind of he, he's, he's in have. the middle of a he's in the middle, Mike, of a four-year deal. It's not that he needs signed; it's he wants to rework his contract. 
He had a well, he's in a, he's I don't a, buy that crap. I'm I'm sick and tired of hearing about reworking contracts. Well, here's the well, here's the deal, guys. I mean, in the words of Bill Simmons, who like could be my twin brother from another mother from ESPN.com, running backs at the age of 30 can fall off faster than high quality porn stars. Okay, I mean. <laughs> They're here today, they're a superstar, then all of a sudden they're that crack whore on the corner or whatever, you know. I don't rework anybody's contract for a 30-year-old running back, period. Look at Sean Alexander, MVP, you know, what, is it three seasons ago, four seasons ago, guys? Yeah. Uh, And then nothing, not even a year and a half later. So, I mean, you know, if you're a running back, you just, you know, get – if you can get your money early, great. If you don't, well, sorry about your luck because you're going to be out of the league pretty soon. It's just well, the way it is. In, in, in this case, Bill and Mike, I 100% agree with you. I'm a Jets fan, but this is his third year of a four-year deal. And for those of you that don't know the particulars, once you hear about him, you'll, you'll think the same way that Bill and myself and Mike do, I would imagine. Uh, it's a four-year deal that was worth $20 million, okay? And Thomas Jones already earned $13 million of that. Now, it was, it was front-loaded. It was heavily loaded in the front. Now, this year he only stands to earn 900000 That's the problem. Um, it's, it's, he has the $3 million uh, roster bonus coming on, in March of 2010. And what he's worried about is what he's worried about. He's worried that they're going to release him before and after the season, before that deadline. If he gets released, they don't know it. And that's kind of how these deals work. He believes he deserves more. He wants to get it early because it's either it's nine hundred thousand this year, and then if he's still on the team, it's three million. He senses he's not going to get that three million, and he could be cut to avoid that three million dollar bonus. And you know he's got his thirteen million already. It was a twenty million dollar deal. I think he did his role. But if you look the year before that, when he had one touchdown, I think he owes a little bit back for that. So he kind of evens himself out, right? So absolutely, total agreement with you, man. Total agreement. Well, what I'd like to do is, uh, throughout this conversation, real quick, is, uh, Bill, I've got your email, uh, William Morris at what? Uh, da, da, da. Well, it's uh, slickwilly3232 at yahoo.com. Because I'd like to get some... Yeah. If you remember, I like my to... number in college. That's <laughs> 32. <laughs> I like to get some stuff forwarded to you, so Bill, you can become uh, part of the high stakes fantasy football league in any league, just like I become, uh, you know, kind of umbrella with Scott because it's a lot of fun, and uh, you would be a very, uh, very good partner, or uh, you know, on your own. Well, that's 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 great, okay. Bill. We'd love to we'd love to get you out there in Vegas, or even they have online leagues that you can draft if you, for whatever reason, you can't make it out to Vegas when the season kicks off, and you can still be drafting against us from home. Uh, they do that that way. They have the leagues that are drafting it on uh, live in Vegas, and then also the the people that can't make it to Vegas, they're drafting at home uh, in some other online leagues, and then at the end, the winners of those leagues all advance to the to the championship weeks, weeks 13 through 16, and, and we're battling it out for a total points prize to win that 100 grand or 300 grand or what have you. So there's lots of ways to participate. And in the off season right now, they've got leagues as little as $77. They've got $125 leagues, $200, $250, $300, all different types of satellites that are going on. Slow draft, $77 league. That's sweet, yep. man. 
Hey, it's, it's kind of an exciting time in fantasy football for me anyway because this is going to be the first time since the uh, Rich Gannon-Charlie Garner era uh, that I might actually target a Raider in the first three rounds of a draft. So uh, that's kind of cool as well. What uh, what Raider would you be to McFadden in the third round? Uh, actually, believe it or not, Michael Bush. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bush... It's going to be the steal of the draft. You heard it here, man. <laughs> hey, brother, I love it. Boy. There's a <laughs> man in the hall. He's all you never saw been in trouble. It's all the game you get to for the last game of the year, baby. That's all you need to see. Straight in the curve. Flat in the hills. Someday the mountain might get up with the law never Get LT there. Yeah, 
Yeah, I tell you what, that's that's a that's a risky spot right there. Oh, there. <laughs> wow, LT at eight. Yeah, that ain't no joke. Uh, it it could happen. It yeah. very well could happen. Yeah, LT at eight. Who would have thought? Where's Chris Johnson going at? Eight. Early drafts. Where is he? <laughs> I'm in there too. <laughs> huh? He going about there? There's about five different, six different guys going in that area, isn't there? I mean, just uh, beauty in the eye of the beholder kind mm-hmm. of pick right there. Yep. Oh. I can give you this. Calipari's a cheater. What? Where's Bur- Where's Brady go, guys? Where does Brady go? Exactly. Start of the second That's round. That's a good question. Start of the second round, I think. No, no, won't go that high in this league. I mean, he'll go, he'll go into the third, maybe into the fourth, something like that. These guys are are, are savvy. They're not going to take a quarterback that early uh, in a league that uh, is, is any other quarterback. I'm just talking him. Now, now Breeze will be Breeze will be the first quarterback off the board still. But Mike, remember this league, one and a half points per tight end reception. Okay. That's a big right. part of it. That makes that makes Witten and those guys extremely more valuable because if you've got a Chris Cooley, he's now turned into a 120-type catch guy because 80 catches turns into 120, you know. That's another way of looking at it. Uh, it makes those okay. tight ends very you valuable. Need a, you need a good tight end. And also the other thing is the dual flex. It's not just one flex position. It's two flex. So you start one quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, a tight end, and two flex. So you can start four, four running backs, running backs. Yeah. four wide receivers. You can start three tight ends. Whatever, whatever, you know, that gives you a lot of flexibility in the draft to take the best player available. Yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely. Nice. So it's, it's well, a very good format. I'm going to get off here. Is that a point per reception league, too, Scott? What's that? Is that a point per reception league, guys? It is a point per reception, except the tight ends get one and a half. So one and a half, huh? we got to go. We, we've we've taken twenty minutes of overtime here, guys. Mike, kill them at the tables, man. Bill, thanks for call, calling in and coming hey, in. Not a anytime. problem, man. Good talk to you guys. And uh, Doctor Dish, we always uh, we always want to talk Louisville any chance we get. So we'll we'll see you next week. Hey, we got them in the football uh, or in the baseball regionals now. You're gonna put our listeners to sleep now. Got <laughs> 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 listeners now. <laughs> Uh, we'll see you next week. Hey, Bill, call, call in next week, and uh, maybe we can uh, do a whole show. All right, sounds good, buddy. See All right, man. All right, yeah. Bye. See you guys.